last book that i really want to recommend now the second one is personally one of my favorites of all times and it's called jar of hearts by jennifer hillier this is the story of three best friends one who was murdered one who went to prison and one who's been searching for the truth all these years when she was 16 years old angela wong one of the most popular girls in school disappeared without a trace nobody ever suspected that her best friend georgina shaw now an ex executive and rising star at her seattle pharmaceutical company was involved in any way certainly not kaiser brody who was close with both girls back in high school but 14 years later, Angela Wong's remains are discovered in the woods near Gio's childhood home, and Kaiser, now a detective with Seattle PD, finally learns the truth. Angela was a victim of Calvin James, the same Calvin James who murdered at least three other women. To the authorities, Calvin is a serial killer, but to Gio, he's something else entirely. Back in high school, Calvin was Gio's first love, turbulent and often volatile. The relationship bordered on obsession from the moment they met right up until the night Angela was killed. For 14 years, Gio no knew what happened to Angela and told no one. For 14 years, she carried the secret of Angela's death until Gio was arrested and sent to prison. While everyone thinks they finally know the truth, there are dark secrets buried deep, and what happened that fateful night is more complex and more chilling than anyone really knows. Now the obsessive past catches up with the deadly present when new bodies begin to turn up killed in the same exact manner as Angela Wong. How far will someone go to bury her secrets and hide her grief? How long can you get away with a lie? And how long can you live with it? So this book, this book is traumatizing, but I guess in a good way, if you want to think about it like that. But um, let's read one of the book reveals. reviews by Chelsea Humphrey. This book was all kinds of messed up, and I loved it. I'm not sure what it says about me that I like all kinds of gratuitous nasty in my thrillers. Oh, that's a bit of a comment. Could it be that I have become so desensitized to violence, gore, and all other forms of disturbing nature that I have to keep one-upping my reads? Possibly. Deep down, I feel like... The gritty, explicit thrillers make me ponder the unsettling aspect of life more. When a book talks about some of the darkest violence you can imagine, it makes me think about instances in real life that have occurred in a similar manner, and I start to wonder about the motives behind such monstrous and cruel behavior. Weird? Totally. But there you have it. Just a small comment here. I don't think this book is that gory in comparison with a lot of other books that are trending on tiktok right now but the thing about this book is that it really okay let's like let, let's think about why like people like to read thrillers or like watch horror movies because they allow us to experience an aspect that we don't really experience on a daily like life basis like for most of us hopefully we don't experience this type of violence ever so it kind of gives us in like an insight into what these experiences are like through the pages of a book. But Draw of Hearts is one of those explicit novels that kind of have a sweet undertone to the violence. It's a really good plot, like the storyline is really good and it kind of encourages you to keep on reading. But just a disclaimer, some of the aspects mentioned in this book, in this book is explicit. 
and if you have a hard time with like very strange subjects or um, blood and like killings and serial killers um, you should read the next one that I recommend but this one I just I really liked it because it's it had like a plot as well as it gave like the juicy contents that people look for in horror horror books if you know what I mean hey guys welcome back to another episode i know today i'm talking a little quiet because it's currently kind of late um so that's why i have to kind of whisper so hopefully you guys can hear me but today i thought it'd be fun to share three mystery slash thriller books that i really enjoyed reading during december break and it's kind of two months ago so keep in mind like this is still fresh in my mind so that's how good they are so the first book that we're going to talk about is sharp objects so i'm going to read you guys the um, description but basically it's about fresh from a brief stay at a psych hospital reporter camille preaker faces a troubling assignment she must return to her tiny hometown to cover the unsolved murder 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 of a preteen girl and the disappearance of another for years camille had hardly spoken to her neurotic hypochondriatic what the frick hypochondriac mother who or to the half-sister she barely knows a beautiful 13 year old with a yuri grip on the town now installed in her old bedroom in her family's victoria mansion camille finds herself identifying with the young victims a bit too strongly Dogged by her own demons, she must unravel the psychological puzzle of her own past if she wants to get the story and survive the homecoming. Okay, well, let, let me read you some of the reviews because, I don't know, I thought that it was a pretty good book, but the ending kind of surprised me a bit. Like, I wouldn't say I didn't like the ending, but it was just, it came, like, too too suddenly and, like, a bit too strong, if you know what I mean, like... I feel like without that ending, I would have preferred the ending before the actual ending more, if you know what I mean. But let's let's read one of the reviews. So Emily May rated this book on Goodreads a four out of five. And the quote that she chose was, the face you give the world tells the world how to treat you. There's something deeply unhealthy about this book. It's in the characters, in the story, in the relationships, in the sex, and just in general mood of the novel. Reading this made me feel a little unwell, both physically and mentally. I agree. I actually agree. That like book tormented me physically. I mean, emotionally. Not physically. I don't know how it would torment me physically. But I'm glad I did. If you know me, you'll know that I love complex characters with issues that feel raw and real, rather than melodramatic. The people in this novel are majorly effed up no one is without a dark past and everyone it seems has a horror story the protagonist camille preaker was just 13 when her sister died and fueled by grief amongst other things camille spent her teen years carving words into her flesh covering almost every inch of her body with the marks of her pain 10 years later camille preaker is now a journalist who returned to the small town of her youth to report on the murders of two young girls girls who had had all their teeth removed so that kind of scared me a bit reading this but it wasn't that bad like the author like 
didn't go into much graphic detail. Camilla soon caught up in the town once again, and she tries to get along with the mother who never loved her and established the relationship with a troublesome half-sister she hardly knows. It seems that once again, small towns hold the biggest secrets, and Camilla finds herself getting dragged deeper and deeper into the investigation, her fragile state of mind constantly threatening to tip her over the edge. This is one mean and nasty book. I knew I was getting a dark psychological thriller, but I expected something on par with the In the Woods by Tana French, if you guys have read that. Flynn never shies away from horrific details. You're not going to find anything pleasant in the story, for example. It's always something complex. It's an escape or a bargain, a catharsis. Everything else is similar. Flynn does a fantastic job challenging the notion that women are weak, innocent damsels in distress. In a world where women are victims, both in their media representation and statistics, this is a very interesting look at other kinds of women. It's programmed into us to believe that women are safer, kinder, built with an instinct that makes it difficult for them to be cruel and cause pain without reason. Maybe we were always wrong. Okay, a comment that I really liked about Emily's book review is about the role that social media or society in general assigns to women and this book had a lot of or has a lot of women protagonists that really challenge the societal norm of what women should be and like the feminine um, societal expectations of like goodness and purity and it challenges it by providing very strong charactered um, strong characteristics of the characters and it shows a lot of um, protagonist development throughout this book so that's why i really really love this book so this last book that i really want to recommend is called local women missing by mary kubica kubica i don't know if i'm pronouncing her name right but this is for this is a mystery slash thriller book for those who's like not really into the gory stuff um, anyways, so Shelby Tebow is the first to go missing not long after Meredith Dickey and her six-year-old daughter Delilah vanished just blocks away from where Shelby was last seen, striking fear into their once peaceful community. Are these incidents connected? After an elusive search that yields more questions than answers, the case eventually goes cold. Now, 11 years later, Delilah shockingly returns. Everyone wants to know what happened to her, but no one is prepared for what they'll find. In this smart and chilling thriller, master of suspense and New York Times bestselling author, Mary Kubica takes domestic secrets to a whole new level, showing that some people will stop at nothing to keep the truth buried. So, to be honest, this book reminds me a lot of like true crime podcasts, because I'm I really I'm like a true crime podcast lover. Like I really love reading true crime. Po- I mean, listening to podcasts. So a lot of the themes that's discussed in this book is kind of very similar to what happens in real life. However, the fish, fictional aspects are really fictional. And it's kind of a chill, like I said before, a really chill read. Um, the ending, I would rate the ending like a 8 out of 10. It's satisfying, but I kind of don't like it when authors have a really short ending after a really long setup. So that was the only problem that I had with this book, but definitely a page turner and definitely recommend. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if I don't see you in Friday's vlog, I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye-bye.